All right, folks, we're back. And it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host, who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And as you know, as we have to do here at WYB, certainly. WYB, certainly on the Kim Way Show, we want to remind you, exhort you, implore you that it's in fact back to Christ Wednesday. This is your opportunity, Lord, to get reacquainted, reestablish that relationship that has become faded and dull, flimsy, weak at the corners. This is your opportunity to do just that. You're welcome back with open arms despite the foolishness, the inordinacy, and the sin that led you astray. Now is the time to come on back. You need it. Your family needs it. Our nation needs it. So won't you come, bow your heart, lift up your hands and say, Lord, have mercy on me. In the case of Kim Wade, the biggest fool in Jackson. Get it wrong more than he gets it right, but God's grace and mercy rose me up this morning for one last, one more last time to get it right. And I would encourage you to take this same opportunity. Because at the end of the day, there's only one God who threw up the sun, moon, and stars who can upright this good ship of state that we find floundering in the waters, the rough seas. So again, this is our opportunity to do it. So go back to church, go back to where you started when you first heard the word and received God. Heard it clearly. Let's go back. So won't you come? Won't you come? like a new convert the excitement the zeal the fanaticism you want to tell everybody about what you had received and it's still there to get renewed this is your opportunity to do just that and our nation needs it folks you heard me play on yesterday a doctor uh artist who had uncovered this folks i'm i went home and my good friend steve sent me the extended well, what it is, Dr. Artis did another interview with the uh, 
Uh, what is this? The Patriot Warrior or whatever the guy is. This guy here, the Patriot Warrior, he is a, he's credentialed. He's a scientist of himself. He's a former, uh, special ops kind of guy. He's just, he's, he's everywhere. He's San Juan Fair. He's the Renaissance man. And he did an interview with Dr. Artist. Dude, I thought what I played for you yesterday was deep. No. This guy goes, in this, and look, I am forced to play this. It is so deep. This guy brings the receipts. Yesterday, what I played for you, he talked about it in general terms about what he had found. No, he goes into it. And anybody who has been sick with COVID, anybody who's been in the hospital from COVID, anybody who works in the medical field, any doctor, nurse, nurse practitioner, uh, uh, nurse's assistant, when they hear this man, they say, he sure right. They sure do this. That sure happened to me. You want to know what happened to you when you got sick with COVID? Listen to what this guy said. Folks, it is, look, what he's going to present to you is the fingerprint proof that the COVID virus is nothing more than snake venom being dispersed on the population. Folks, this is, this is straight up fraud. This is what is going to undo the uh, legal uh, immunity that these corporations, these pharmaceutical companies, have. folks, this is, remember, we kept asking, well, why, why, ha why haven't they isolated the COVID virus? Why can't they get somebody who had COVID and just isolate it from them? Because it didn't come from the uh, bats or the pandolins. It came from snakes. And all these animal DNAs, these sequences, folks, they, they are totally unique from, 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 from human beings. And they're unique amongst animals. And the sequence that comes from what they purport to be the COVID virus is, folks, it's a match for the king cobra snake. Then he goes all off into explaining COVID. COVID comes from Corona. Corona uh, stands for crown. COVID, Cobra, Venom. The 19, we thought it was the year 19 when it was uh, created. There are 19 known organs that will be destroyed using uh, snake venom. Folks, these people are pure evil. Which brings us back to Dr. Dobbs. You know what? Dr. Carroll Hill had filed a complaint against Dr. Dobbs. That, do that complaint never saw the light of day. day. It never got a, a case number. Now, from what I can discern, and if I'm incorrect, I can be corrected. Dr. Dobbs can correct me himself. It appears Dr. Dobbs is the one who rejected and refused to hear, acknowledge, or receive the complaint that was, that was lodged against him. And in the complaint, what Dr. Hill raises goes right to this snake venom. Folks, we want some accountability. With no further ado, we're going to listen to this. It's a fifth. It's about fifty minutes, forty to forty to fifty minutes. But you, folks, you, listen to the first twenty minutes if you can't listen to any more. But you're going to want to listen to the whole thing when you get done. This guy rips the varnish off of it. Now, I'm not going to play the first ten minutes. The first ten minutes is good, but this first ten minutes you heard a lot of that yesterday. This we're going to just let Doctor Artis get right to it. And all of a sudden, I realized. 
No, they have not been encouraging people to use monoclonal antibodies. Right. In fact, now in January of this year, just a few months later, they've now banned the majority of all monoclonal antibodies from the entire country for COVID-19. So I started to, in middle of December realizing while I was in the shower that the CDC, NIH, and FDA all say do not use monoclonal antibodies. They don't want any early treatment. They just want you to go into the hospital and get remdesivir. There is no other early treatments that are really encouraging. I then realized also that there was a truth for me already established. I didn't trust anything the FDA, CDC, or NIH has been saying surrounding COVID. In fact, it's almost the opposite. They tell you to go get remdesivir. I keep telling people don't do it. They keep saying to do it. Then they tell you not to seek early treatment. They tell you not to use monoclonal antibodies. And I keep saying you should be doing the opposite of whatever they say. So immediately when I realized that they, those federal health agencies, have been banning and punishing doctors for using monoclonal antibodies and now since have taken it away from everybody, I wondered if there was a truth behind, could it possibly be that if monoclonal antibodies are a source or form of an antivenom or or made as an antivenom, is it possible that the monoclonal antibodies are working with COVID-19 because there might be a venom component to COVID-19. And in my 50 minutes or so or hour or so of being in the shower, I mean, I went through everything related to COVID in an hour. My next thought was, there's a quick way to see if there's ever been any discussion or maybe even a truth behind that COVID-19 could be related to snakes or snake venom that would warrant the FDA, CDC, and NIH not wanting you to use monoclonal antibodies. Okay, this is where my brain went. So all I decided was is, you know, every time I talk about remdesivir, anytime Paul Merrick from FLCCC.net talks about monoclonal antibodies, even with Senator Ron Johnson, they fact check our claims. USA Today and Associated Press has done it with me. Med, Medscape and MedPages did it with uh, Paul Merrick. They always will fact check things that are actually true to divert individuals back to the narrative they want you to see in the media. Yes. So the very first thing I thought was, is I'm going to get out of the shower and I'm going to go see, was there any reference early on that the possible origins of SARS-CoV-2 that they now designate the disease process as COVID-19, could it possibly be that snakes were ever a thought or a published possible source for SARS-CoV-2. And you mean that it, that it was a cross-species infection, that it, it grew in snakes or it spread in snakes? Oh, I wanted to know what... spread to humans? Or what are you saying? Yeah, so what I've heard nonstop for the last two years is it's cross-contamination from, from bats, bats to right. humans, That's right? So, or pangolins, as you have <laughs> so, here. So really all I wanted to know was, is it true then that there was ever a reference in the media that snakes could have been a source as they were trying to figure it out. And then was it ever fact-checked? That's what I wanted to know. Okay. Like, was it ever you, fact-checked? Find? Because nonstop for two years, all I've heard about is bats. Yeah, everyone's okay talking about bats. It comes from bats. Comes yeah. from, everybody's allowed to talk about bats. Well, bats but, are mammals. But did so, they ever, yeah. ever look at snakes? So this Seems. set me down a, uh, a huge rabbit hole that at times it's been scary, anxiety-creating, and... Uh, it's time to show you what I learned and okay. what I figured out. Okay, let's, so let's do it. So you've got the clicker. Yep, let's do it. We're on slide one. This is slide one here. So what we're going to do is we're just going to show you what I've learned. So at the top of these slides, you will see a date. 
actually a month and a year. This is very early on in the pandemic, January 2020. This is in Healthline magazine online. And it actually says, where did the new coronavirus come from? Potentially a bat, snake, or pangolin. And I remember reading this one article. It's the first one I pulled up. And I remember thinking, they actually thought it might come from snakes? Like, I never knew this. All right. America. You love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot, Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. For my whole thing with COVID started in May of 2020. So by the time this came out, I was five months late. Okay, this was in January. And you'll see on the right-hand side of the article, fact check by (laughs) Kay Castle. And I was like, oh my gosh, they did fact check this. Okay, great. Let's go to the next slide. Inside this article on Healthline, this is what we see. Read this here. A new study found the virus may have originated in bats and then spread to humans via a snake or pangolin. Next okay. slide. So the snakes could have been carriers and transmitters is what they're, what they're saying. That is what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then this professor, Shane Shin Yongi, maybe you can pronounce it better, a professor with the university, a member of the research team, told the Xinhu News Service that although previous research found the novel coronavirus originated in bats, the animals hibernate in the winter, making it unlikely that they caused this current outbreak. I found that interesting because when was the first supposed Sick people with COVID. It was in October of 2019, right? In the winter. Next slide. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll finish this. Folks, you, you got to listen. If you don't listen to anything I've ever played, listen to this. And those of you in the medical community, just sit and listen. You, you, you've been in the setting. You've done seen this stuff. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Uh, before we get back to this, I want to remind you, it's time to discover a new kind of pontoon with the Monitu at Smith Marine. Folks, when you come to Smith Marine, you'll find a platoon pontoon that have raised expectations for those who enjoy uh, time on the water. The entire industry has been set on its head with the release of the pontoon made by Manitou. Folks, it features the V-Tune technology with quicker planning and unraveling handling. Folks, you're going to enjoy that time on the water. It even has extra cross members at uh, excuse me, strategic hull points making a more durable pontoon and enjoyable ride. Check them out today, smithmarinesales.com, smithmarine on the res, and again, smithmarinesales.com. For all your watercraft needs, service, folks, you'll find it there at smithmarinesales.com. Check them out today. All right, let's get back to Dr. Otters. He's being uh, interviewed by the Patriot Street Fighter, Scott. And, uh, folks, this is this is some serious jelly. Check it out. Check it out. This is on CNN Health, January 2020. Snakes could be the source of the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak. 
As I'm reading through these, I'm like, no way. I had no idea that anyone even mentioned it. All right, so here we go. Next slide. This is very important. This still applies even today, right now. CNN Health on this website, on, on their site in January 2020. Snakes, the Chinese crate and the Chinese cobra may be the original source of the newly discovered coronavirus. It's triggered an outbreak of a deadly infectious respiratory illness in China this winter. Really? Next slide. But when the researchers performed a more detailed bioinformatics analysis of the sequence of SARS-CoV-2, it suggests that this coronavirus might have come from snakes. Interesting. Next. Still in the same article. So did it transfer from bats to snakes is what they're saying. The researchers used an analysis of the protein codes favored by the new coronavirus and compared it to the protein codes from coronaviruses, Mike. And they found it in different animal hosts like birds, snakes, marmots, hedgehogs, manis, bats, and humans. Surprisingly, they found that the protein codes in the SARS-CoV-2 virus are most similar to those used in snakes. Really? Next okay, slide. Interesting. Here comes the fact checking. Ready? No. Science news reports in the same month. No. Snakes probably aren't the source of the new coronavirus in China yet. Let's go in the article. Based on similarities between the virus's codons. Do you know what a codon is? A sequence of three nucleic acids on either mRNA, RNA, or DNA chain. Three nucleic acids. Based on the similarities between the virus's codons and those of its potential animal hosts, quote, snake is the most probable wildlife animal reservoir for the 2019 SARS-CoV-2. The researchers write. And then they say, we and his team suggest a virus from the mini-banded crate, or Chinese cobra, may have combined with a bat virus and sparked the new outbreak. SciTech Daily, same month. Look what they even call it. Snake pneumonia? Snake pneumonia. Are you kidding me? No. Snake, look, January 22nd, 2020. Coronavirus outbreak in China traced to snakes by genetic analysis. Really? Finally, the team uncovered evidence in this article that the SARS-CoV-2 likely resided in snakes before being transmitted to humans. Recombination with the viral receptor binding protein may have allowed for cross-species transmission, like you mentioned a second ago. Is that what they were expecting? From snakes to humans. I don't know how many snakes cough on people to give them <laughs> their infections. That's what I'm but, wondering. Who's hanging out with snakes? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Results derived from our evolutionary analysis or origin analysis suggest for the first time that snake is the most probable wildlife animal reservoir for this 2019 SARS-CoV-2. Is this surprising to you? Did you know this? No, this is really shocking because this has been erased, really, from any discussion. No one about is talking origin. about this. Right. No, it was always bats or it was just random animals, pangolins, and what have you. All right, next one. <laughs> next slide. Marmots, that's a surprise. You've got to stay away from those marmots, man. <laughs> and hedgehogs. And hedgehogs, yeah. yeah. Humans are playing around with hedgehogs too often. All right, so in the same month, this is what they are referencing in these articles, is what they've suggested the original origins of SARS-CoV-2 came from snakes. They compared it to bats. I'm going to take you into this because there's aspects of this research study that everyone needs to know because it is very clear from this one study that snakes are the origin of SARS-CoV-2. Wait a minute. Doesn't this mean that the gain-of-function research could have maybe taken something from snakes and then augmented it? Oh, yes. Is that where this is going? Yep. That's exactly where it's going. 
Wow. Which is not what anyone has been told. Right. Fraud. So January of 2020, published Origin of COVID-19, Cross-Species Transmission of the Newly Identified Coronavirus. Remember, I knew none of this until December of 2021. Okay. Next slide. Here we go. Inside the body of this uh, research study, two types of snakes containing the Bungaroo multisinctus, which is the mini-branded or mini-banded crate, and then the Chinese cobra were used for RSCU analysis, where they're actually getting their gene sequences and comparing it to SARS-CoV-2. Squared Euclidean distance between the 2019 SARS-CoV-2 and the crate was 13.54. The distance between SARS-CoV-2 and another snake, which is Naja Naja Atra, which is the king cobra, is 16.69. And for those for people watching, the lower that number, the more similar the genetic code is. That's exactly right. Yeah. I did not know this. I had oh, to learn yeah. all this. Well, Euclidean distance is squared. Yeah, I knew that. I love hanging Ge- out with geometry. Geniuses. Yeah, <laughs> I really okay. had no idea what that meant. I was like, "What in the world is that?" Yeah. So anyway, what what they're saying is that this is the most sim- similar genetic uh, sequence that they could find. Exactly right. Snakes. Yep. And then they okay. actually compared it to a whole bunch of animals, like hedgehogs and manis and uh-huh. humans, even. Right. Right. And they actually plot on the graph here. Next slide. Okay. Oh wow! They actually and there plot. it is. I see. Wow! They plot which one it's most identical to. Bungaroo or Bungarus is the crate snake. Wow! Cobra, and then bats, and then chickens. It looks like a polar bear. I don't know what that that's is. That's the marmot right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then the human, hedgehogs, and whatever else. Wow. When I saw this, I couldn't believe it because that's this is not what we've been told. We have been told. It is bats, and they keep directing people to bats. Fauci in May of 2020 is right. talking about the sources of bat. Okay, just want everybody to see that. This summary in the conclusion, we're going to spend a few minutes on because there's a few statements in here that people need to know the definition for. When I say that I am confident that the origins of SARS-CoV-2 is from snakes, This tells you it is. So here we go. In summary, the results derived from our evolutionary analysis suggest that SARS-CoV-2 has most similar genetic information with bat coronavirus and has most similar codon usage bias with snake. Now, Hmm. I am not a geneticist, but the very last part of this sentence says SARS-CoV-2 has most similar codon usage bias with snake Mm -hmm. next slide first i had to know what's a codon this is going yes what's a codon because i didn't know i was like what's a codon so i went to the national institutes of health their genome research institute all right codon you'll see down here at the bottom this is a sequence like on an mrna chain it's three nucleic acids clumped together in order it explains to you what it is now that's what a codon is just a sequence of three nucleic acids now Codon usage bias is the term I wanted to know. I just copied codon usage bias. Next slide. And I want to know what in the world does codon usage bias mean? You can see it behind me. I'll read it to you. This is uh, published in November 2021. Codon usage bias reflects the origin, mutation patterns, and evolution of the species or genes. 
Just read up to the first comma. Codon usage bias reflects the origin. If we go to the slide I was just at, next slide. What we just read was, last part of the sentence, SARS-CoV-2 has the most similar codon usage bias with snakes. Yes. So we know its origin is most similar and connected to snake origin. And allow me to just explain to the audience as well. Different species have a different tendency of the way they arrange their genetic code. That, that's what codons are. So the same goals genetically can be accomplished with many different codon patterns. So what you're pointing out here is that the, the, usage, the codon usage bias indicates snake as the origin. I want to tell people that's a fingerprint. That's actually a fingerprint because those codon sequences can't come from humans. Because human DNA isn't encoded the same way. It's very far from snake DNA because, you know, reptiles versus mammals and, you know, the whole evolutionary history and whatever. But this is, this is bombshell that you have here. This is Folks, bam. That's why Dr. Dobbs refused to accept. And I believe, and he can prove me wrong otherwise. I believe he, that is the reason why he would not receive the complaint written up by Dr. Carol Hill against him that he was engaged in medical malfeasance or worse, I believe criminality, the death of all these Mississippians. And this is proof and the email shows that he knew that the use of hydroxychloroquine would neutralize the snake venom that they were, that they were injecting in people. I stand by that in my belief that Dr. Dobbs and those who are around him and those who refuse to receive that complaint could very well be guilty of criminal acts. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Hey, it's not too late for you to get the great deals at Starring Trailer Sales. Go to trailerbuy.com. Do you need some new wheels for your trailer? Come on, they got the great deals, folks. They got $100,000 worth of parts and inventory. They're going to be getting rid of, and this is your opportunity to stock up on some wheels, some lights, wiring, uh, bearings, the whole nine yards. Check them out on trailerbuy.com. Located 6765 I-55 South. Stop by there, folks. You can get some great deal on trailers. Uh, everything that's out there on the lot, folks, it's available to you at the low, low price of what's on the sticker. So check them out today, Trailer by B-U-Y. Dot com. All right, we're going to get back. And this is Scott Adams, uh, 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 Mike Adams, I'm sorry, uh, interviewing Dr. Artis. So uh, listen in. Uh, just keep continue. We're going to play the entire thing. So uh, you're going to get it all. We'll be right. January of 2020. Wow. The first month of the pandemic, supposedly, in America or reference even in America. All right, let's go to the next slide. Now it's time to get into. Is there any talks I wanted to know in 20? I'm just going to go into this. Ready? Is this the same slide? Uh, same Phospholipase enzymes? It is. Okay, great. So this is in January of 2021. We are now going to piece together the entire narrative of COVID-19. When I say, and I want to go ahead and introduce this now, there isn't an aspect of COVID-19, its symptoms as a disease or an infection, none of the symptoms or side effects of remdesivir, None of the side effects or adverse events, serious or minor, 
from the mRNA vaccines that cannot be linked to snake venom poisoning. Whoa. Whoa. All of it is related, and I'm going to show you. Okay, so wait a second. All of the <laughs> this, is, this is a huge bombshell. So you're saying if you look at the neurological symptoms, the blood clotting, oh my gosh, blood clotting, that's how snake venom destroys tissue. It clots the blood. Exactly right. And snake venom is a protein. It's a very long, large protein, and that's what causes the tissue necrosis, right? You get bit by a rattlesnake, yes. it's tissue necrosis, and that's what's happening to people who are getting the vaccine. Exactly right. Whoa. Trust me, by the time we're done with this interview, every aspect of COVID, oh my even God. beyond our other interviews I've done so far, you're going to see even more evidence to support every aspect of what they tell you is SARS-CoV-2 viral infection, everything they call a side effect that led to mortality from COVID-19 in hospitalized patients, which is with remdesivir, every side effect listed by the FDA, the CDC, the NIH, Inveres, CMS data, all of it can be tied directly to snake venom poisoning. Okay, Dr. Artis, okay, now you got my brain running because this means that the mRNA gene therapy alterations are injecting people with instructions to manufacture snake venom in their own cells. So their bodies are snake venom factories. That's exactly what's going on. And the two individuals who created the mRNA vaccines work at the University of Pennsylvania, David Weissman and a lady named Cataline. They have since 2011 been taking mRNA from snake venom. All right, folks, we're going to play this in its entirety, no matter how many interruptions. It will be on Podbean uh, podcast. But uh, for those who have my text, email, or whatever, I'll send it to you. Go ahead on, brother. By the FDA, the CDC, the NIH, Inveres, CMS data. All of it can be tied directly to snake venom poisoning. Okay, Dr. Artis, okay, now you got my brain running because this means that the mRNA gene therapy alterations are injecting people with instructions to manufacture snake venom in their own cells. So their bodies are snake venom factories. That's exactly what's going on. And the two individuals who created the mRNA vaccines work at the University of Pennsylvania, David Weissman and a lady named Cataline. They have since 2011 been taking mRNA from snake venom and figuring out how to inject it into the cells and into the DNA of cow's cells and they used venom mRNA to do it and I'm going to show you that's what they're doing right now and yes when they talk about replicating spike proteins no no you're replicating snake venom peptides or proteins and it just continues to replicate throughout your body Uh All right, folks, we're going to give you a few more minutes. Go ahead, and then we'll play the rest in the next hour. We know the weather alerts, but the weather alert's going to come regardless of what topic we talk about. But we're going to continue to play it anyway. Go ahead, sir. But then this also explains why monoclonal antibodies then work. Exactly. Because it's an anti-venom. Yes, and I am not one who's going to sit back and go, I was wrong, or I wasn't wrong about anything. I'm always right. I immediately knew, even in the shower, if I go and find information that anti-venom is monoclonal antibodies, I was wrong in my speaking because monoclonal antibodies would work. Do you know how they actually make monoclonal antibodies and antivenom for most snake venom? No, I don't. They take the venom of a snake in a syringe and they shoot it into a horse. 
And then they collect the blood from the horse, extract the antibodies that the horse made against the actual venom, uh-huh. and that's monoclonal antibodies they inject into you as anti- antivenom. Whoa. I'm about to show you evidence that they did this with COVID-19 supposed virus proteins. Okay. It's pretty you're, amazing. You're blowing my mind again. Yes, I am. All, all right, right, so here we go. When it comes to all the side effects related to SARS-CoV-2 infection that individuals deal with, this, this term called phospholipase enzymes are noted as a... Folks, uh, as you know, Super Talk and these other stations, they don't get interrupted like this. It's only because we're kicking the knowledge down here. And folks, this information you get, pass it on. Bypass Twitter, Google, YouTube, and everybody else who censors. The information is going to go forth. And anybody in the medical field who's who's experienced this, uh, been out there in it, I know, laying up there in the hospital, this, what this guy is saying, we got about another 20-something minutes on this. When he gets in there talking about what happens to you, the fluid in your body, and uh, you get this, uh, what they call edema, where you get all this fluid in your body, oh my goodness, dude, I lived it. All right, ready? Related to SARS-CoV-2 infection that individuals deal with. This, this term called phospholipase enzymes are noted as a premier marker or indicator of SARS-CoV-2 infection. Okay? You've got the virus inside of you. Now your body's elevating these phospholipase enzymes. This is in January of 2021. Phospholipase enzymes as potential biomarker for SARS-CoV-2 virus. Let's okay. go on. Now, in this same article, it says that these phospholipase, among them, SPLA2 phospholipase A2 is the first discovered group of phospholipase enzymes, which was discovered in a component of cobra venom. This is where they found this stuff. Go back to the screen before. It actually says phospholipase enzymes are potential biomarkers for SARS-CoV-2. But this were originally discovered in cobra venom. Isn't that crazy? All right. Let's keep reading the parts I've actually highlighted. Lapidae and viper family snakes having SPLAT group 1A, 2A, 2B as the main component in snake venom. Snake venom, phospholipases, induce pathophysiological alterations in the victim by hydrolyzing phospholipids in membranes. Whoa, so cell rupturing. All the hemorrhaging you see in the lungs of SARS-CoV-2 patients, this is what it is. Right. The snake doesn't inject its venom into your lungs. They put it into your veins or into your bloodstream. And then it actually makes the alveoli sacs in your lungs hemorrhage. Right, which shows up on the imaging that the doctors are doing. And they're calling it what? Um, COVID pneumonia. Yeah, right. Right. Damn. Whew. Folks, I'm telling you, some heads need to roll. Lynn Fitch, you need to get that complaint filed against Dr. Dobbs. And you need it. This man needs to be questioned. Tate Reeves needs to be deposed. Philip Gunn, Delbert Hoseman, they need to explain where this money came from, where it went, and have they personally aggrandized themselves, everybody up and down the food chain. This is fraud. They killed our mothers, fathers, grandfathers, grandmothers, and our kids. Some going to have to be dead. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you, good friends over at Home Care Plus, are you limited in your activities simply because of the oxygen tank you have to carry around? Folks, there's an opportunity for you to have a more active lifestyle. And so, anyone who knows、uh, and h a v e this problem, they can check out Home Care Plus because they have the Precision Medical Live Action 5 Portable Oxygen Concentrator. Folks, it supports an active lifestyle. You can boogie, you can get around, you can do the moonwalk if you want to. Because it's lightweight and can be worn comfortably on the shoulder and runs off a rechargeable lithium battery. The Precision Medical Live Action 5 Oxygen Concentrator produces the highest concentration of oxygen purity possible. Plus, it has a five year warranty on the unit. Folks, it's on sale right now at Home Care Plus. 864 Wilson Drive in Ridgeland, Mississippi. The number over there for more information 601 957 And as I've told you, you need to visit the showroom over there. These other medical equipment supply, while they may do a good job, they don't have nearly as much in their showroom as Home Care Plus. Folks, you can browse up and down the aisle and you'll see items that you can use for yourself and for those of you who are caregivers, for the ones who you take care of. So we just encourage you to stop by there. Plus, they have a room set up with a medical bed as if you had to have a hospital bed in your home. It has all the accompanying equipment and devices and things that you would need when you have a hospital bed in your home. So, stop by the other day, visit your new friends. These people are,、uh, are experts, they're professionals, and they do good work. And plus, they have two pharmacists on duty. They take TRICARE, Medicare, they care, you care, any kind of care you got, they're going to be looking at helping you out. And one of the things they don't like to tell you over there is no, we can't do it. We're going to find out a way to get it done. That's the way they roll at Home Care Plus. Friends of mine, friends of yours. 957 9174. What we're going to do. We're going to get back to this video that we're playing. Dr. Artis is being in, interviewed by Mike Adams,、uh, the、uh, street, Patriot Street Fighter. And here's the thing, folks. As we go into this Easter season, knowing, knowing what we know now, there's no need to wear the mask unless you have a、uh, compromised immune system from any kind of、uh, airborne diseases. Don't worry with this because, listen, snakes don't cough on you. They're distributing this, this virus in some other form or fashion. He's going to talk about the water supply here in a minute. Folks, they, these, these are some evil people. You've got to get the grips on that. Either you're going to believe Christ and what he died on the cross for and the power to heal and the power to save you from all this evil, or you don't. You can't straddle the fence. Go ahead, Mr. Producer. Like the snake pneumonia you saw up here? That's what they're seeing, actually. That's what they told me I had. Next slide. Snake pneumonia. What is the role of this phospho- phospholipase in lung infections and related respiratory problems? Remember, they found this in cobra venom originally. There is some evidence that the elevated PLA2 is pa- in patients with lung infections and respiratory problems. Pulmonary surfactant is important. By lowering surface tension along the alveolar epithelium, destruction of the surface tension will result in lung injury called acute respiratory distress syndrome. That sounds real familiar because that's what we were told. That's what we were told it was. Right. All of SARS CoV 2 and COVID 19. Most similar to、yes. acute respiratory distress syndrome. Yes. Oh, really? But the cobra venom phospholipases does this. The same thing they just said is a biomarker for SARS CoV 2. Wow. Oh, it gets worse. Don't worry. Here we go. Next slide. When I go through some of these, you're going to also realize why it is that the FDA, CDC, NIH, World Health Organization, United Nations all said and interjected and said you cannot suggest nutritional supplements for COVID 19 as an early treatment because they know it works against snake venom. 
I'm going to show you one right here. In this same article, it says, we're talking about SARS-CoV-2 here. While both men and women have the same prevalence of SARS-CoV-2 without any gender discrimination, men are more susceptible to face more complications in death. Study was evidence that the inverse correlation of SPLA2, which is found in snake venom also, activity with vitamin C concentration in COVID-19 patients. Uh Interestingly, vitamin C concentration in the blood is lower in males than in females, hence the link between increased severity in men. It also links with the severity of COVID-19 in males with the correlation of increasing SPLA2 phospholipase activity and the decrease in vitamin C content. Another study, down lower, another study was revealed that increasing rates of PLA2 were were positively correlated with not only viral loads in the patients with COVID-19, but also severity of pneumonia in non-COVID-19 patients. Therefore, it could be suggested that increased levels of this in the blood could provide insights to higher mortality was seen in patients with underlying comorbidities. Now, you've heard all along that individuals who have comorbidities are more targeted. Right. I have proof, and I can show you research like this, that these enzymes found in snake venom target the pancreas of individuals with inflammatory pancreatic disorders, which are what? Diabetes. diabetes, Any of the type of diabetes. Mm -hmm. Heart conditions or inflammatory heart issues. Liver, kidneys, lung, brain. And these snake venom components target those tissues exactly. And this is an example of that. I mean, this is just stunning, but I need to point out, they say that increasing levels were correlated with viral loads in patients, but how are they testing viral loads is PCR, which means they could be just spotting cells that are being killed, the exosomes of the cells could be. that have been destroyed by the venom. Very well could be. But do you know I have research for like 20-plus years that they've been using PCR testing to actually sequence the genes of all snake venom research? No, didn't, did not know that. And holy cow, what are they using the whole time to look for SARS-CoV-2? The same, they're using PCR tests that are known successfully to replicate, magnify, through cycling, venom proteins and peptides. For decades they've been using it. And what if they're really just finding snake protein peptides or enzymes with a test that's done that for the last 30 years they know? But this, this is also the ultimate bioweapon because it's something that can be blamed on animals, right? So maybe they, they took it from animals, they took it from reptiles, they augmented it with gain of function, they made it spreadable, or maybe they spread it themselves, a couple of different ways to do that, and then they diagnose it, they just give it a different name. But it's the ultimate bioweapon. It's actually one of the oldest in history biological weapons. It's in nature. I mean, True. poison dart frogs, snake venoms. I mean, we've used venoms from animals for years in war. I just want people to notice and recognize that this enzyme found in cobra venom in this study, yeah. early on where they were talking about phospholipases and these enzymes are directly correlated to significance of COVID-19 and severity of COVID-19. And it's, can, I, can I ask you a different question? I sure. mean, I'm sorry to interrupt. This is, this is stunning. What about ivermectin? Why does ivermectin work? Are you going to get to that? Yep, I sure am. Okay, cool. All right. I, won't interrupt you <laughs> I sure am. Yep, we're going to get there. Everything they've told you not to use, by the way, works. And, are, and, are, yeah. and are punishing people, every single one of the things they say you cannot use and they're threatening doctor's licenses with 
is already proven to inhibit snake venom peptides and proteins. Unbelievable. And I'm talking for like 30, 40 years. Wow. Like, no for example, yeah. do you okay. know that the blood clotting effect of a snake, snake venom, vipers, can be blocked with N-acetylcysteine? And they've known it for oh, years. That's why they're pulling it off the market. That's why the FDA in May of 2020 was like, this is no longer going to be sold as a uh, supplement. It can now only be sold as a prescription drug. They're killing yes, us. This is exactly why they did that. For Our example, government is killing us. Wow. All, and when I say all of them, all the things you keep hearing, you're not allowed to use. Yeah. They actually inhibit Dr. Dobbs, the effects of snake the medical venom, peptides, cabal, and proteins. They all are in cahoots Unreal. with this evil. Very good. All right, Amazon go. pulled all the NAC off the market, too. I want you to read the title of this University of Arizona's publication. Like venom coursing through the body, researchers identify mechanism driving COVID-19 mortality. They're just, they're just telling you what it is, huh? In your face, you don't even know it. You're not even looking. Unbelievable. Like venom coursing through the body. An enzyme related to neurotoxins found in rattlesnake venom? That's the subhead. I know. All right, so let's get into the article. Ready? Oh let's gosh, see what okay. it says. All right. So this is actually the real study. I printed it and then I highlighted some stuff. Here we go. Del Poeta and his team collected stored plasma samples and went to work analyzing medical charts and tracking down critical clinical data from 127 patients hospitalized at Stony Brook University Hospital between January and July of 2020. Okay, sorry. Here we go. Sorry about that. All right, so they collected 127 patients, you'll see, who were hospitalized at this hospital between January and July of 2020. They went through all their charts. It's buffering right now. Folks. We do not have to sit still for this crap. This, this is why that complaint against Dr. Dobbs is so important because Dr. Dobbs need to put up the science. If he can disprove, because this, this is proven that, and he's in the email saying that the things that would have cured us from this snake venom, because that's what I had, pneumonia. It turns out that COVID pneumonia is the king cobra venom. All right, we're ready to go. All right, so they collected 127 patients, you'll see, who were hospitalized at this hospital between January and July of 2020. They went through all their charts. There's also some at the Stony Brook and Banner University Medical Center in Tucson between the same period. Uh, next slide. University of Arizona, Stony Brook University, and Wake Forest altogether analyzed blood samples from two COVID-19 patient cohorts and found that circulation of the enzyme secreted phospholipase A2 Group 2A or SPLA2 may be the most important factor in predicting which patients with severe COVID-19 eventually succumb to the virus. And that's what's in the venom, yeah. Yeah. Read the next sentence. The SPLA2 enzyme, which has similarities to an active enzyme in rattlesnake venom, is found in low concentrations in healthy individuals and has long been known to play a critical role in defense against bacterial infections, destroying microbial cell membranes. When the activated enzyme circulates at high levels, it has the capacity to shred the membranes of vital organs. And then read down below, this enzyme is trying to kill the virus, destroying the patient cell membranes and thereby contributing to multiple organ failure and death. Now, there's a couple things I have to pinpoint here. They got tissue samples from people who were hospitalized and treated for COVID-19 in hospitals, what do they all have in common being pumped into their veins? Remdesivir. Right. When I saw this, they even give you the numbers of how elevated these snake enzymes are in their blood. 
the number one side effect listed in Gilead, who owns remdesivir, they did a study that was published in March of 2020. They gave remdesivir for 10 days to 53 COVID-19 patients. The number one reported serious adverse event was multiple organ failure. I want you to look and see what this says here. Uh-huh. This right. Multiple organ failure. And death. I am convinced remdesivir, actually, before we even go any further, I'm actually convinced that remdesivir is actually lyophilized or freeze-dried, powderized king cobra venom. And I'm going to tell you how I got there. And I think they're just pumping it into your veins. All right. We're going to take a break. Folks, we... As human beings, as Americans, we don't have to put up with this crap. I want to say another word. We don't have to put up with this. This is why pastors, when you go to church this Sunday and you speak on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you, I, us, we have to decide, do we believe what Christ did on the cross or do we believe what these devils are doing to us? If you continue to wear that mask, if you continue to... What other proof do you need? You got all the prophecies of the Bible being fulfilled and have been fulfilled. And you told us about it, Pastor. Now you got all these lies from these devils, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Dobbs, Tate Reeves, Joe Biden, and everybody else up and down the food chain who's selling us this COVID crap. At what point do you stand on the word? Flimsy faith. I'm telling you, all of us are going to pay the price for not standing up to this evil right now. And the fact is, you can't even discern it. Let's take a break. America, you love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot, Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. All right, folks, that's me. We're back, and it's uh, it's Wednesday, back to Christ Wednesday. Uh, we're playing an interview by with Mike Adams. Uh, he's interviewing Dr. Artis. Uh, folks, the coronavirus, so-called, it is snake venom that's being, I don't know how they're spreading it on. A, it, it's not coming from coughing. It's not coming from that. Uh this is fraud. I told you, folks, you can sue your employer. You can sue everybody up and down the food chain. They will not go to court. They're not going to go to court. Right now, they've just been bogarting and bullying folks. All we need now is some attorney. And there's one or two attorneys. Matter of fact, if you're one of those parents out there who refuse to get your child vaccinated, uh, contact me. I need to put you in contact with somebody who's going to help you in your situation. Folks, I'm telling you. The boys with the bar cards are coming. And to all you employers out there who went down that road, you're going to get your draw suit off you. 
You need, you need, to, be, you need to be putting your assets away. Let's go back to the video. In hospitals. All right, what you just said, Dr. Artis, is pretty, pretty freaky. I mean, that's a huge claim. That's a claim that the medical system is carrying out coordinated mass murder. It doesn't mean that the doctors administering remdesivir would be aware of this, by the way. Right? They may have no clue, but look at who was I would think Dr. Dobbs knew, who's been based on his email. For one, right? Oh, yeah. But you, you're saying that you believe people are being injected with freeze-dried cobra venom that has been approved by the FDA as a drug. As an antiviral. Treat, as an antiviral. Mm-hmm. And does, would this explain then the kidney failure that, that happens and organ failure and I'm gonna show you. death? And what about the uh, fluid buildup in the lungs and everything? Yes, I'll show you okay, all. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead. No, no. This is why uh-huh. when you look at the actual known side effects and what happens to individuals on ho- in hospitals when they get remdesivir. Yeah. And like this Arizona study, when you look at the sample tissue samples, they see these high elevated amounts of stuff that's in rattlesnake venom. Snake venom. Wow. In these people who have died after being treated in hospitals. They're all being treated with remdesivir, all of them. That's the only antiviral being pumped into all their veins. During those periods, I mean, they if, selected them. If this is true, by the way, let me just say, this is some kind of satanic serpent mass death thing. This is like actual satanic. There's got to be something about this mentioned in the Bible in the end times about venom coursing through people's bodies and killing them. You're nodding like you're going to talk about something like that. That's how we're going to wrap up the interview. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well. I'm sorry to get ahead here. No, it's great because you're putting it all together. Yeah. It's just a, a massive unraveling of things. Everything related to COVID, you've been lied to about. Oh, yeah. All of it. And I, and I mean all of it. We've been lied to about everything, man. History, money, all of it. elections, mm-hmm. you name it. Okay, mm-hmm. continuing. All right, so further into this study, talking about this phospholipase for uh, as causing SARS-CoV-2 and ramifications of that. Um, yeah, let's Is read into one? this. Ready? Okay. Previous research has shown how the enzyme, phospholipase, destroys microbial cell membranes and bacterial infections, as well as its similar genetic ancestry with a key enzyme found in snake venom. The protein shares a high-sequence homology to the active enzyme in rattlesnake venom. And like venom coursing through the body, it has the capacity to bind to receptors at neuromuscular junctions and potentially disable the function of these muscles. Roughly a third of people develop long covid and many of them are active individuals individuals who can't walk 100 yards. The question we're investigating now is, if this enzyme is still relatively high and active, could it be responsible in part for the long COVID outcomes that we're seeing? And the answer is yes. All right, next slide. I've always known that the phrase long COVID was a cover story for something else. They just gave it a sure. name. Okay. So yeah. this is where we're going to get into the this is not a stretch. This is where we're going to get into the entire narrative of COVID-19 and why I believe remdesivir made by Gilead is actually King Cobra venom. Ready? Nature Genetics. Look at the publication date, January of 2020. This actual study is titled The Indian Cobra Reference Genome and Transcriptome that Enables the Comprehensive Identification of Venom Toxins. Ready? In the abstract... Just read the highlighted part. Among the 139 toxic genes were 19, 19 significant, by the way, uh-huh. 19 venom-ohm-specific toxins that showed venom gland-specific expression. 
This is published January of 2020. There's been a 10-year-long study mapping out the gene sequences of the toxins in king cobra venom. And they isolate that there's 19 venom-specific toxins that are derived from the internal organs of the snake that destroy the internal organs of a mammal. Right. 19. 19. Now, I'm going to hammer on this 19 thing because when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, could it be true that COVID-19 has nothing to do with the year? Could it be totally related to this 19 figure? Okay. All right, we're coming back here uh, again. No other station get the weather alerts but us. Well, at least you know when you get coming in and out the rain here at WYAB. Continue on, Mr. Producer. Here ...of these venom, like toxin proteins. This same information was found by Dr. Brian Fry in Australia in 2005. He found 19 venom-specific toxins in 2005. Do you remember what was going around the world in the Middle East? There and was it, a bird flu thing, was it? Nope. Do you remember something called SARS-CoV-1? Oh, no. No, that, that wasn't very big. <laughs> it wasn't very big. Uh-uh. Nope. But it's ironically in the same year that this huh. guy published the 19 here. I'm actually convinced that when they did the research in 2005 with Dr. Brian Fry's work, that they knew they could set up this 19 toxins and use it the year 2019 as a cover, and they spent the next 15 years preparing for COVID-19. Wow. I actually call COVID-19 Covenom-19 for these 19 toxins, actually. All right, so let's go in further into this. This is the public. All right. Again, uh, we're getting to the good part, folks. This is why they're going to continue to do this, but that's okay. We're going to play it all. If it takes till tomorrow, you're going to get it all. And when you get it, you pass it on to your friends. Bypass Twitter, YouTube, and everybody else. Oh. The truth is coming out. And induce a wide range of symptoms, including cardiovascular dysfunction, oh my which remdesivir does, muscular paralysis, nausea, blurred vision, and systemic effects such as hemorrhage. And how much you want to bet that also includes ringing in the ears, tinnitus, other neurological? All of it. All, all the neurotoxicity wow. symptoms are related to Tingling snake venom. Tingling of the yes. limbs, right? Absolutely. Whoa. All right. Here is actually in the study, they actually list a picture, a graphic. It's all right here. And Respiratory. Snake venom. This is cobra venom specifically. Cobra venom. Respiratory difficulties. Oh, my gosh. Neurological symptoms, dizziness, headaches. You were just talking about those. Yep. Blood coagulation, anticoagulation. Uh, look at this. Systemic hemorrhage. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. Local tissue damage, paralysis, hypotension, sudden shock, low blood pressure, vasodilation, the 19 venom toxins. This is from King Cobra venom. This is what it does in the human or mammal body. This explains why athletes are passing out. This explains why they are dying on the yes, field. Yes. Okay, next slide. All right. I want to bring this to your attention. This is from a different study done in 2015. Kidney injury is among the most common and most serious symptoms of cobra venom. Do you know how many people in the hospitals being treated with remdesivir out the gate, they said and reported in the media, we've never seen such acute kidney failure with a respiratory virus. And everyone, 
was being pumped full of remdesivir. Absolutely, yeah. Same side effects. I saw the, you showed the graphic. We now see acute kidney injury, most common side effect of cobra venom going into the body. Imagine if that's all it is that they're injecting right into your vein. It's insane. They're just lining you up, injecting you with venom, calling it medicine, calling it treatment. Exactly right. And outlawing everything else. Oh, yeah. By the way. So, so I want to... That works. Yeah, and I want to take you through this. This was actually in July of 2020. Hold on here, folks. It's, get, it's getting gooder and gooder. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Plan on. They're not going to dissuade us, folks. Uh, we, again, if nothing else, we at uh, WYAB, we have the latest uh, weather updates and the most recent ones. Folks. We keep you uh, attuned. But go ahead on, Mr. Producer. Kick the knowledge. This is two months after remdesivir was assigned the contract for all hospitalized COVID-19 patients in America by Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yep. He gave Gilead the green light to be the only antiviral being pumped into all COVID-19 hospitalized Americans. This is two months later this study comes out. This has bugged me ever since I saw it. Let's read it together, this first part of the abstract, because this is where I stopped reading when I read it originally. <laughs> COVID-19 is most well known for causing substantial respiratory pathology. It can also result in several other than lung manifestations. These conditions include thrombotic complications. They're talking about the virus only, COVID-19. The virus can cause thrombotic complications, myocardial dysfunction and arrhythmia, acute coronary syndromes, acute kidney injury, gastrointestinal symptoms, and hepatocellular injury. Hepatocellular means liver toxicity. Next slide. So it means this venom is going throughout your body and ripping apart the cells of all your organ systems, leading to organ failure. Yes, and I was just blaming it on the toxicity of remdesivir from this study. But, uh -huh. I, but I want to go into this study that was published in Nature Medicine in July of 2020. Okay. Because there's something significant here that's different between China and America when we first started treating COVID-19 patients. All right, so inside of this same article or research study on what SARS-CoV-2 does in the body, they actually mention here and publish that there's renal manifestations, which means kidney disease or problems. But this is, I've pointed this out in many lectures and to senators and state reps around the country in relationship to remdesivir. We in America were using remdesivir, China wasn't. So you're gonna look at the statistics here between SARS-CoV-2 and those in China and those in America, ready? In China, the, this is in July, 2020. In China, the reported incidence of acute kidney injury in hospitalized patients with COVID-19 ranged from 0.5% to 29%. And that incidence of acute kidney injury occurred within an average of 7 to 14 days of treatment in the hospital. So it took about a week to two weeks for that to even start to show up in their blood work. Studies from the U.S. have reported much higher rates of acute kidney injury. In a study with nearly 5,000 patients admitted in New York City with COVID-19, acute kidney injury occurred in 37% of them, with 14% of all of them requiring dialysis. And about one-third were diagnosed with acute kidney injury within how long? 24 hours of admission, and they were being treated with remdesivir. They were being pumped full of remdesivir within the first 24 hours. One wow. third. And that's when the acute kidney injury kicked in. Unreal. Now, this study gets even more disgusting for me. When I read this stuff, I was like, you know what? July of 2020, Gilead, the maker of remdesivir, has been awarded the only contract. How come it is that every single side effect in here of SARS-CoV-2 in this article is identical to remdesivir side effects? Did they invite Gilead to be a part of this compilation of SARS-CoV-2 side effects? 
they could hide all of their known side effects of the drug in this study that the whole world in July of 2020, every doctor treating COVID patients would be like, uh, we're seeing kidney failure, liver failure, heart failure. Uh, we're seeing strokes, hemorrhaging all over the body. And they would look into the scientific literature to see, is this a side effect of SARS-CoV-2? Right. Instead of blaming the drug. Instead of blaming the drug they're pumping into the veins. Yes. So I looked at the funders of this study, and it's like seven departments of the World Health Organization. But we need to get into this. Look at the ethics declarations page. Look who was invited to participate and what company they're on the payroll for. In the conflicts of interest for this nature medicine in July of 2020, JMB, her name is Joan, reports an honorarium for participation on grants reviews for Gilead Sciences. Who makes remdesivir? How is it possible that the NIH allowed someone from Gilead to combine and add up and total and summarize all the side effects of the virus? Their drug is the only drug being allowed to treat. I call this uh, a mighty conflict of interest. Of course. Okay. Next slide. In the Indian King Cobra study, it actually references that they have a com- uh, there's a conflict of interest with this study that published in January of 2020 with the 19 venom-specific toxins. It says here that the employees of Genentech, they hold Roche stock or shares. Next slide. And I was like, Genentech? What's that got to do with Genentech? I just want you guys to remember this one thing. These phospholipases that I showed you earlier in a study in COVID-19 patients was first discovered in cobra venom. So if you go back to the last slide, in that cobra study, Genentech, employees of Genentech, who ran the whole study on king cobra venom, they just said they have conflict of interest maybe with this study because they own shares of Roche. And I had to figure out, well, who the heck is Genentech? Just remember here, among these phospholipases, is the first discovered group of PLA2 enzymes, which was discovered as a component of cobra venom. Genentech just completed a study on cobra venom and discovered 19 different venom-specific toxins. So then I wanted to know, what does Genentech and Gilead have in common? Gilead makes remdesivir. Is there any connection of Gilead to possibly Genentech, who's declaring a conflict of interest in a king cobra venom study They published in January of 2020. Oh, my God. Imagine my surprise. Gilead Sciences to purchase biological process research and clinical manufacturing facility from Genentech in 2011. So then I started to see, oh, in 2011, they bought and brought in facilities, biological facilities, from Genentech. Next slide. Gilead today announced that the company has signed a definitive agreement under which Gilead will purchase a clinical biologics manufacturing facility and certain process development assets located in Oceanside, California, from Gene and Tech. Next slide. A member of the Roche Group. Member of the Roche Group. Next slide. As part of this acquisition, we're going to bring 55 current Gene and Tech clinical manufacturing and process development employees will be offered employment at Gilead. This is since 2011. All employees joined, joining Gilead from Genentech will be working in the OCP facilities, their biological facilities. Do you know that Genentech, right now, they have seven patented cancer drugs that are all derived from snake venom? Genentech. But, but, and that's... You're saying like that's well known. That's oh yeah. That's very public knowledge. Very public because it kills cancer cells. 
as snake mm-hmm. venom is good at doing. It, it cells. is. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't believe. Oh, your tumor shrinking. Exactly right. Gosh, we're here in Texas. We can get snake venom under any rock for free. There's a, there's a snake there. Just so you know, snake venoms, specific snake venoms can either cause blood clotting or blood thinning uh-huh. to lead to hemorrhage, right? Or blood clots leading to strokes. Either one can lead to strokes. Right. They also have this impact, some venoms, to increase tumor growth and cancer growth. And then other venoms reduce it or shut it off. Wild. In fact, most cancer drugs, they're just manipulating your body with snake venom. I have learned since then. It's pretty crazy. Chemotherapy, huh? Right. All right. So here we go. Remember this. February 2015, just like SARS-CoV-2. Is that a coincidence? The venom phospholipase A2 is probably the key factor responsible for tissue injury by disturbing cell membrane permeability through disorganizing of lipid bilayer on the plasma membrane. And it goes into renal injury. You'll see the bottom down here. Renal injury as a result of this venom PLA2, just like SARS-CoV-2. In February of 2015, it was found that cobra venom, this is specific for cobra venom, pulmonary tissues of control mice showed the normal and compact organization. This is the control mice that don't get the venom. They showed normal compact organization of bronchi, bronchioles, and terminal bronchioles, followed by specialized sac-like structures called alveoli, consisting surface epithelium, blood vessels and supporting tissues surrounded by a double-layer membrane structure called the pleura. Crude cobra venom persuaded some severe changes in their histological, histological structure by showing significant inflammatory cellular infiltration and edema. Do you know... Every patient who dies from SARS-CoV-2 supposedly in hospitals that gets remdesivir, they die from edema in their lungs. That's right. Which is a side effect of crude cobra venom. The organism of envenomated group also showed alveolar hemorrhage and myonecrosis muscle death after six hours of envenomation with this dose of cobra venom. So, wait a second here. So what it was also saying is that the presence of this venom drives sodium and water into the cells, causing edema, but also causing cell toxicity. It does this by modifying the permeability of the cell membranes. And yet, in the, in the hospitals, all these patients are being given a saline solution drip. So they're being given sodium, and then the venom is driving the sodium into their lung cells and rupturing them from the inside... That's causing the hemorrhage. So they're actually, it's almost like a binary weapon. They're being given remdesivir and sodium solution. Absolutely. Whoa. And this is why you see that crystallization inside the x-rays of the lungs of COVID-19 treated patients. Not COVID-19 patients, COVID treated patients. Told you folks, I recovered from the protocols. Folks, they they killed your mother and grandmother. They killed your dad. They killed your daughter. They killed your wife. They killed your husband. Our government officials need to be held accountable. Lynn Finch needs to get a copy of that complaint filed by Dr. Carol Hill against Dr. Dobbs, who I believe himself rejected the complaint, never gave it a case number, and never saw the light of day. In that complaint, she outlines the emails that Dr. Dobbs sent, showing from based on what we're hearing from this video that he had foreknowledge of what he was doing, resulting in if at, at at best, medical malfeasance, at worst, criminality. Let's take a break. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we ain't even got to the good part. We got three minutes. This is a three part series, but you got the gist of it. It's fraud, straight up fraud. Mr. Producer, continue on. Absolutely. What about some doctors are talking about the discovery of lymphocytes all over the lungs? Couldn't that be what we're looking at here? They just, absolutely. They just call them lymphocytes or they, they resemble lymphocytes? Yep, you're absolutely right. It's actually rush, ruptured lung cells. That's exactly what it is. And this is exactly what crude venom does in the body from vipers. I'm just convinced it's the king cobra because of the connection of Gilead Sciences and Genentech, who has been for 10 years studying and mapping out the sequences of the 19 venom toxins Wait a minute, the, from a cobra. The symbol of the American Medical Association is the caduceus, which is the two serpents intertwined to resemble DNA around a staff, Right. Two serpents. How many snakes did they find were the original origins most like codon usage bias? Right, cobras and what was the other one? Cobras and crates. Crates, crates is the most okay, similar. Wow. Hold on. Can I tell you something? Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's blow your mind. You ready? Again? Yeah. In February of 2020, the Wall Street Journal published an article. The author is a guy named Ben. Well, folks, uh, as you can see, we're being interrupted. But again, the best part, when he explains about the word COVID, COVID-19, the 19 uh, uh, chemical components of the snake venom and the organs that it attack, folks, COVID stands for cobra venom. These people are evil. When you go Easter Sunday, if you look, folks, we are going to get tested. If we say we believe what Christ did on that cross, we're going to have to stand at some point. I don't care who you are. And this is showing us they are injecting the DNA of Satan's favorite animal, the snake, into you, the saint. You, uh, us, true bloods who didn't take the vaccine, baby, we, we're going to be held in good stead, right? It in blood. Those of you who took the vaccine, you need to stand on that word. Folks, we ain't even got to the good part. We have not got, and this has been interesting, but we had not got to the good part. I'm telling you now, Dr. Dobbs, Tate Reeves, these folks need to be held. They need to explain. Remember, they denied us hydroxychloroquine ivermectin. When I went down for the count, that day I had just finished off a complete dosage of ivermectin because you take it in three steps. I just finished that third step that day. But for God's grace, your prayers in that ivermectin, I would not be sitting here. And I told you when I got out on my first broadcast, I said, I'm recovering from the protocols. But God, but God, folks, stand, stand. Folks, we need men. We need men of God, stout of heart and faith. Don't bend, fold or back up. Stand on that word. We're going to take a break. We're back in 22 hours. See you on the radio. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. 
We'll see you tomorrow right here on The Kim Wade Show.